You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. And we're joined by Helen Pritchard this afternoon, and we're going to be talking about LinkedIn, what's new, how you can be a bit different on LinkedIn. So, Helen, how are you doing? It's really nice to see you again. Hi guys, hi Zoe, hi Jo, thanks very much for having me back, very exciting. How's the bootcamp going this time around, good? We're going really well, aren't we? I think we've been like back to back with sessions, lots of value, uh, lots of people showing up. I can see people who are joining now. Uh, Catherine loves your new office. Um, <laughs> so we're just seeing yeah, wow. everyone's popping back and uh, I think there's just so much that we can all learn and take from this and I suppose it's just helping people avoid the overwhelm and picking the things that are going to be useful to them but LinkedIn I think is really important for everybody you know business owners are on LinkedIn so um I suppose that's a good place to start actually well actually do you want to start by telling us what you do Helen that might be a good place to start okay so uh, hi everyone I'm Helen Pritchard most famous for helping business owners get leads from LinkedIn I run the LinkedIn mastermind which has been going for the last four or five years got 2,000 people in there I've got a free group the LinkedIn marketing group and also create and deliverer of multiple five-day challenges on how to get these on LinkedIn, including one we're right in the middle of right now. <laughs> so um, I've been doing a lot of LinkedIn stuff over the last five years, basically. I also run the business mastermind as well, and the Catalyst mastermind, but LinkedIn is my first love when it comes to the online space. But what's important for you guys to know is I'm not a LinkedIn trainer. I'm not a LinkedIn expert. I'm not a, I've never read a book on LinkedIn. I've never been on a course about LinkedIn. I've never followed another LinkedIn person. So all the stuff I teach is the stuff that worked for me 10 years ago with my businesses. So I'm just a business owner that knows how to get these from LinkedIn. Works for me and it works for thousands of other people. So, but it is different to probably what you've heard before and that's okay. Absolutely, it is different and and it works and you know, and then I used your strategy when I launched my business um, in April 19. And it and it was different to anything I'd heard of before. And I love the fact that it's because you're coming at it from a business owner rather than coming yeah. at it as an expert in LinkedIn. I think it really does change how you approach it and then the results. So, OK, so we have lots of people in our community that are brand new to social media. They're brand new to business. They've mostly just done their training or maybe they're they're thinking about leaving a part-time job and making their side hustle a proper business how would they start by utilizing what's what's the potential with linkedin and how do they get started yeah what i love about linkedin is it's really simple now what a lot of linkedin trainers are trying to believe is it's really complicated and it's like all these little like nuances and tips and tricks and hack but actually all that's just it's just smoke and mirrors on the top it's not really important to go and get your first client your second client your third client you know maybe when you've got a massive engaged LinkedIn community then yeah like what time to post or what to have written in you know on each post or you know whether to use an image or how long a video should be is can get you those 10% tweaks what I want to help people go and get the first client you know and work it make it as simple as possible now what I know that a lot of the people on here particularly if you're new will be thinking is I haven't got time for a new platform I haven't got the energy I haven't got the headspace I don't want to learn something new you know and but the big opportunity for LinkedIn is it's really easy it's really simple you only do three things a day and it's completely free you don't need LinkedIn premium 
But most importantly, the opportunity is that your business, the business owners are on there. And what I love about LinkedIn is it's the only platform where you can build an audience specifically by job title. So you can search for managing directors, you can search for founders, co-founders, business owners. You go to your LinkedIn now and search for that and fill it by second degree connection. You can see how many potential clients have I got there. And even better, if you're niching, say you just work with coaches or say you just work with ethical businesses or say you just work, whatever it is your niche, then you can niche down even further and search for those people. And the evidence is there. Like it's, it's 65 billion people or whatever on there, so a million people. So it's, um, it's a massive database of people and the percentage of those will be business owners, and the percentage of those will be business owners in your niche, and the percentage of those will have a need for bookkeeping. And I think the thing with bookkeeping is it's about, it's such an intimate thing, right? To let somebody into your business and see behind the scenes is so, so intimate. So what you need to focus on is not, how do I get clients on LinkedIn, but how can I build an audience for the right people? And then how can I put out content that gets them to trust me, basically? amazing well I, I mean you've sold it to me I've sold but you, you I think you've sold it to everyone who's watching us um Helen you and and we talk about niching a lot so I, I absolutely agree if you know who you're searching for you'll be able to find them now while you were telling us why we should be using LinkedIn you mentioned there are only three things you have to do a day what are the three things easy three things to do every day you need to add 10 people so 10 people who fit your ideal client uh, avatar, as we would say, but five, find 10 people who are business owners, freelancers, or whatever you decide your niche is. Add 10 people a day, every single day without fail. You just use the search function. It's easy to do it on your phone. Filter by second degree people and add 10 people every single day. Don't need to send a personalized connection request. Just ask them to connect with you. And if your headline speaks to them directly, so say something like helping business coaches, you know, spend more time on the businesses, while I look after the finances, you know, bookkeeping services or whatever it is that you do, that you put it, put on your headline. But if you're specific there and you're specific that's to connect with 10 people a day, you're going to get a good resonance people are going to accept. But the most important thing is to do 10 connection requests a day, every single day without fail. Don't worry about whether people connect or not. Don't send thanks for connecting. Don't reply to their thanks for effective messages. Don't ask them how they are or if they're feeling, keeping safe or anything like that. Just ask to ask, build your audience by adding some people a day, every day, without fail, every single day, 365 days a year. That alone is going to build your audience massively. So that's the first thing. Second thing is to engage with your audience publicly every single day. And what I mean by that is by never turning the conversation around back to you, but instead being a cheerleader and looking at your community on LinkedIn and thinking, how can I add to this community? What are they trying to get out from their content and their posts? And just be a cheerleader for that. So just like and share and comment on other people's stuff. You are potential clients, but without turning the conversation back around to bookkeeping. Spoiler alert, no one's talking about bookkeeping, right? Because that's why you guys do it for a living. Right? You love it. You want to talk about it. Great. But the people who buy your done-for-you services, they're not interested. So instead of trying to look for places where you can add value and show what an expert you are in bookkeeping, instead look for places where you can make people feel seen and heard and validate it because when we post on social media, that's what we desire, right? We want more engagement. I would say, like, we're not 13-year-old girls on TikTok, but fundamentally we are inside, right? So what what your ideal clients want is they want to be seen, heard, and validated. So you can do that, like a gift to them, by liking their stuff, commenting on their stuff, just generic, supportive, friendly comments, being a nice person. Um, and that is the second thing to do every day for 20 minutes will transform the way you feel about LinkedIn because you'll get really nice positive feedback as well. More people see your stuff, more people see your headline, more people will click on your headline and come and look at your profile. Um, but you'll feel better as well by being a good person, by doing nice things, and they fundamentally will feel better about you. 
And when people feel good about you, goodwill is the currency of sales, they're much more likely to remember you and they've got the problem that you can solve or recommend you to other people, which is really powerful. So engagement is the second thing not turning conversations back to you, not only commenting where you can see there's loads of other people, just when you see somebody who's a potential client, or even if they're not, who's put a post out and they've got hardly any engagement, you can go and make their day by just going and being nice and supportive. It doesn't have to be anything to do with bookkeeping. I'd rather it wasn't. They could be recruiting. They could have gone up a mountain at the weekend. They could have been first day at school, whatever. But just go and comment on their stuff and be really active and engaged publicly, not privately, because in my world, we never send a direct message to anyone ever about anything unless they're messaging us, asking to work with us, right? So that's the second thing is engagement. The third thing is to post something every day at least. So the four pillars of content that I talk about for LinkedIn and all social media um, are designed to give a really well-rounded view of who you are, get people to know, like you, trust you, love you, want to buy from you, So and then take some action. So they, they are stories, so we know stories sell. Just in the middle of the five-day challenge at the moment, we did a post about tell us your story, and I was crying by about the third one. Like, I feel so much more emotionally connected to those 1,400 people that are in that challenge because I've heard their story. Last night, I told my story. I cried twice. <laughs> I don't know why I keep telling the same story, but it still gets me. Um, and I've had a numerous messages today of people just saying, oh, it really touched me. I re you know, listened to your story. It really resonated with me. And when you tell stories, it doesn't always have to be like your X-Factor backstory. It could be a story about why you do what you do, but it could be about why you know, you want to work for yourself. It could be about what you did when you were younger, like your career, whatever. It could be a story about what you're doing today, tomorrow, next week. It could be about your hopes and dreams of the future. But stories about you, personal stories about you, sell. And if you were hoping that you could hide behind a kind of brand on LinkedIn, it doesn't work like that. This is personal profiles and people want to get to know the people behind the profiles. That is the number one way you can really stand out on LinkedIn because everyone else is posting about don't forget, it's the tax year coming up or whatever. And it's like, you know, I mean, it's just standard stuff. It's just good plan. But if you, particularly actually, if you've got something unusual about you, so Pete Scott talks about this, but the the market value is rare, right? So if you, so we've got an accountant in the LinkedIn Mastermind, or the Business Mastermind, but anyway, we've got an accountant in one of our communities, which also rides like high performance motorbikes. So when you have those two things and you mix them together, then you become instantly memorable right so she's an accountant who rides bikes you could be a bookkeeper who keeps pigeons i don't know like whatever your thing is but to try and bring some of that into your it, how to write how to differentiate yourself right you know what do you do that's slightly different what's your your big passion or your weird thing or the one thing about you or you know what's your big piece about you it might be something really simple you could be a bookkeeper that is like an expert in gin i don't know <laughs> <laughs> most of us are but like oh you might have pink hair or you might have seven cockapoos i don't know like so try and think about what's unusual about you and talk about that in your stories definitely so stories sell stories of you will always sell there's a million bookkeepers out there but there's only one bookkeeper who can do it the way you do because you bring everything about who you are to that client and like i said earlier they've got to trust you it's the most exposing vulnerable thing you can do as a business owner to allow people to see the behind the curtain of what actually is going on and money's got its, all its own issues and money mindset and all that kind of stuff so it's never about the reconciling, reconciling the zero right it's never about that yeah so um stories allow people to get to know you like you trust you you know fall in love with you which is what we want basically we want to evoke an emotional um connection on that note i would keep your stories um personal detailed relevant as possible um but I would avoid really high drama, high sensitive subjects. You can do it, but I wouldn't recommend it. I'd keep them stories about you that nobody can 
debate with you on. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't really particularly go out on the real controversial topics, but it's up to you. You will get more visibility. And polarising is fine, but I think just getting known for your thing is, is really powerful. So that's number one, stories. I want you to be telling stories all the time. Like, there's a story in everything. Like, everything is content. There's, like, seven things happened to me today that I could tell a story about, right? So try and start to think in terms of content and think in terms of things that happen on a day-to-day basis that you could tell stories about. Everyone loves the detail, the micro. So if people like to see what they're having for people having for dinner, right, you might think, oh, it's nonsense, but actually it just tells you something about a person. And, and if you tell a story about that, like, you know, so you can tell stories about literally anything. So story sell, you don't worry about whether you need an image or whatever, just tell more stories. Second thing about getting to people to work out whether they like you or not. Now, this is really confronting for a lot of people because we all want to be liked. Again, we are that 30-year-old girl, right? We want to be liked. We want everyone to like us. And to do that quite often, we do hide behind our brands and we do hide behind what we can do. But actually, the second pillar of content is video. I know some of you are like, oh, my God, I just want to stay in my office doing the bank wrecks because that makes me feel more comfortable right but if you do video so there's two reasons why video is so important for bookkeepers number one is no other bookkeepers really do it they do but now i'd say now if you surveyed a thousand bookkeepers that aren't in a program like this and said do you do any video of your business like 90 percent it'd be like no way so it gives you an instant competitive advantage and the second way is the same thing for everybody, whether you're a bookkeeper or you're a banker or you're a property developer or whatever, is you want to get people to like you. And we know that it's like if you have um, you, know, you go on a date or you go on an interview, you make that decision in a split second. And you make that decision based on the fact that you can see, hear and interpret what that person is saying, doing, thinking, feeling from a video. It's not as good as in person, but it's the next best thing. So some people love the fact that I'm really direct, really northern. Some people love the fact I've got massive boobs, you know, whatever it might be. Like, yeah, but it's kind of like, but when they see what they get, what they see is what they get, right? Some people hate it. They hate that I'm northern or I swear or I drink wine or I'm really direct or I'm this and that. And, you know, although they hate the way that I look, they hate the way that I move. Like, people tell me this stuff, by the way. They message me. They're like, like, see how I'm rocking on my chair now? Like, that's just because that's me comfortable, right? But people message me like, oh, you move about on your chair too much. Or you move your hand, you, you, you do your hair, or you mess with your hair too much. Or you speak too fast, or you can't stand you. And I'm like, I'm Northern, I'm not Norwegian. Anyway, so like, the, 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 the video is such a great divisive thing, right? Because people just decide whether they like you or not. And that's okay. I've had people say, I referred my friend to you, Helen. And as soon as they saw you, they're like, I would never work with her. She's terrifying. And other people are like, oh, my God, I just saw your video and I've sent you like a thousand pounds for your program because I just saw that one video and I thought I've got to work with this woman. And that's OK. Like, that's OK. And again, that is a brave step. I've been in the online space a long time. Um, well, in online digital dog years, I've been in it a long time. Yeah. So it's one of those things that the best way to get doing video, get over doing video, get the best way to get over yourself, which is basically what's stopping you, is to do more video. Because all the things that you're worried about probably won't come true. And if they do, you'll survive. So, again, it's the same with LinkedIn. People worry about the LinkedIn police. Or when people say, I shouldn't put that on and it should just be for Facebook and it should be that. should be that. It's like nothing happens, though. They might have that opinion, but nothing actually happens. You just keep showing up and ultimately, yeah. But the, the thing is, is, my top tips for video is one to do loads of it. You do, do so much video. So we're doing a 30-day video challenge at the moment. I say we, like just me and some people who follow me. 
and it's a discipline, right? And you do 30 videos in September, and by the time the end, end of that feels insurmountable for a lot of people. And then every by the end of September, I know that everyone will be so desensitized of like, oh, if we just do one a week now, this is easy, right? Because I'm doing them every day. All your fears about what am I going to say, what am I going to wear, what about my hair, what if I'm in a port of cabin office instead of my nice office, like all of those things, like you just do the thing anyway, you get into the discipline of it and you stumble over your words and you go bright red and you, you know, like I'm famous for my five-year challenges, like once the cat brought a mouse in that was still alive and I was like screaming and my daughter had to take the questions for a bit and, you know, we've had a bath come through the ceiling, we've had my daughter's boyfriend fall down the stairs, Megan stung on a, stood on a bee once and got stung. Like, all the things that could possibly happen to me on videos happen. So I'm just like, I don't, I just do the video. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, you know, I don't really prep for stuff, just do the video, right? But I wasn't always like that. Five years ago, I was like, oh my God, I've got to go live. Where am I going? I remember doing it. It was on Periscope. And I was like, where am I going to sit? What am I going to talk about? And I was like, shaking. And, but now it's it's to purely become time served in doing it. The, the more video you do, the easier it becomes. Doesn't matter what anyone tells you about strategy and this. And honestly, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Like anything, right? The second tip for video is never watch it back. Never watch. I've never watched one of my videos back ever. Nor would I want to. Like, what could be worse than seeing yourself come to life like the wrong mirrored way round? The way that you speak. The way that you look the way the the things that you say like who were who would want to watch that like don't do it because you're just getting this huge i have got one client who's got like video dysmorphia so she thinks it's the worst video but then when she watched it back she's like actually it's not that bad so i suppose that from that that's the only person i've ever worked with who'll watch them back most people i say please god don't watch them back just make more video just keep going just keep never watch it back never watch it back never watch it back right it's done it's gone forget it do another one just go and do 100 videos and by the end of it, you'll feel better about doing video. So don't don't get obsessed with it, don't, honestly. But it is a really big deal because you're feeling vulnerable, exposed, and open to judgment, right? We're just human beings, it's okay. There's nothing special about me, I feel the same, Like, but we just do the things anyway. Because your mission's gotta be more important than your mindset in that moment, right? And I'm telling you now, this is guaranteed from me right now, the more video you do, the more money you'll make. Trust, trust me, honestly, I've been, I've trained hundreds of thousands of people, right? And it's, it's just the truth. It's just the, the evidence is insurmountable, like it's the truth. Can I ask you, Helen, about um, LinkedIn Live? Because LinkedIn Live is a new feature. Does everyone get it? Is this a thing we should be using? No, not everyone gets it. And I didn't get it for ages. So I was always like, I don't want to talk about LinkedIn Live because they won't give it to me. The reason why they won't give it to me is because you're not allowed to talk about LinkedIn or LinkedIn Live. It's like, don't mention the war in Folly Towers. That'll probably go over most people's head, actually, because I think it's an age thing, that one. But anyway, it's like, no, 100%. It's not, not everyone gets it. Now, I've got it. I can't say I love it. So when you asked me what's new with LinkedIn, I was like, there's new stuff, but it's just, LinkedIn's just like that weird uncle at the wedding. It like, just does things for no reason it makes everyone feel uncomfortable it's like you just want them to go back to where we were before like they brought out linkedin live you can have a video on your profile picture but it's just a bit naff you have to use Streamyard. i don't want to say bad things about Streamyard. i'm on Streamyard right now i don't want to shut us down but you have to use stream stream yard and then you have to stream it to linkedin um and then it's really hard to see the comments so well although yours are all pretty good i'll stream everyone's 
like type of thing. Um, so it's still a bit not quite my LinkedIn life, but it is there. Some people love it. Some people are using it really effectively. I just can't tell you great stories about it because I've not really used it effectively myself. Although I did do one yesterday and it is quite cool because there's three of us on the live on StreamYard. And then when you watch, when we're live, it, it takes over your header image and you can see the three faces talking. Oh, that's cool. Yes, that is cool because that we're on LinkedIn Live now, and I was like, "How do you find this?" So I went onto LinkedIn, and there I was at the top of my profile doing a, one of these lives. So it is cool. So would you um, be using something else then? Would you? Um, you were talking about. Yeah, they, they haven't. So what they haven't done. So this is what LinkedIn does: is they try and do what everyone else is doing, like whatever, like you know like they've brought stories in it's like oh god what are you doing like stop embarrassing yourself right so they brought stories in they brought you know because that's what's gone well on instagram or whatever and they brought linkedin live because that's what goes well on facebook but what they're not getting is that facebook live works really well because you press the button and you go live on facebook so it's native content so facebook loves it right because it keeps you on the platform keeps people on the bar and you know i know if i do a facebook live direct to facebook maybe get don't know, 40 people watching that's probably be a bit ambitious but you know what I mean so I get 40 50 people watching get you know, a few hundred comments and then if I do it through StreamYard I get like four people watching and like my mum going oh your hair looks nice oh, I do prefer when you had a fringe or whatever she said but nothing to do with what I'm talking about and so it's actually I think actually it's better and I am not an expert trust me on LinkedIn or anything else but I think it's better to just do a video on LinkedIn where you use the app this is me on my phone or I'm doing like that yeah but you get the phone app and then just press video on the in the actual new post and then turn your camera around talk to video and then post it like you can do 10 minutes of that um, and that seems to go better but I don't know have a go at it see what you think you can do joint things which I think is better um, and put some content out but again it's like oh it's really cool because you can see it on your own profile but no one's sat looking at your profile so I don't really see why that's a benefit really from the feed anyway I digress um Lisa's asking about front or back camera it doesn't make a difference though I don't think so I don't, no not really. on my, I think on my phone it's better on the back camera the the quality is better is I think I think because I've got I've got on the iPhone it's got three on the back but I don't know that I've just found it seems to be better anyway so you said there are four types of content to put out lots of personal stuff but not too personal um and use video and yeah so when I say not too personal what I mean is you've got to have your shit together and the thing that you sell 100% but the other stuff you can go to pieces I just don't want to see bookkeepers crying because they can't get the books in in order right that's what I mean um so actually my tip for video is to get a webcam like mine I do not look like this in real life guys just saying it's so beautiful and it switches on. I'm like, that's what I want to look like. I got this tip from Phil Harrison. I was on live, I was on a Zoom and I was like, why do you look like a doll? Like, why do you look so pretty? Like, what is going on? And he gave me the secret. Now it's a Logitech Brio 4K webcam. There's my top tip for video. Honestly, I look beautiful on it. Well, more beautiful than I do in the real life. Um, anyway, so that's my tip for video. So so there's so four pillars. So we've got stories, video, third one, social proof. This is easy, this one. Yeah, this is the one that I can't understand why. Well, I can't understand because people don't like it because they think it's showing off. But it's a screenshot of somebody who said something nice about you, used as a post, and just you put, wow, amazing feedback from our client. It's whatever. So sometimes when I do this in a challenge. So we've got 4,000 bits of social proof. 
two reasons why we've got so much. One, because we ask for it, and two, because we, we save it. We, we screenshot it and we use it and again and again and again and again. So I'll sometimes just do a post with maybe like 60, 70 testimonials on it. People don't read them, but the fact I've gotten is like a win. Um, LinkedIn recommendations, really, really powerful. So go and give lots of those. Anyone that you've ever known, ever, ever worked with, or even that you know and know is a good person, go and give them recommendations. You'll get more back that way, but they're really good to screenshot and use on LinkedIn as well because people know they can go to your profile, click on that person and actually go and message that person. So it's really hard to fake, not like these ones you can just write on Canva and it's like, my mum Kath said I'm like the best bookkeeper ever. Like, you like these are actual real people that you can click on and you can check them out and stuff like that. So um, recommendations on LinkedIn are really powerful, but also anyone who's ever sent you a nice email, nice message, just if it's been sent privately, just say to them, is it okay if you send my marketing? I'll take your name off if you want. 99% of people will say yes, and 99% of those people say, don't bother, it's fine, get good. Um, but use it again and again and again. So if you've got none, if you're brand new, and as I always said, some of you are quite new, if you're brand new to business, what I would do is what I call three for free. Now, I'd always do bookkeeping service for three, but I would do three consultancy calls, which would normally charge £99 for whatever, um, to just say, look, come and be on the call and I'll explain to you, I don't know, something about Zero, how Zero works or how you can organise your receipts better or how Dex works or whatever, whatever it might be, whatever you know about, right? Or just give you a call about your bookkeeping or how to hire a bookkeeper, whatever your thing is. But do three things for free for people to so give the testimony and say, yeah, this person's lovely, they know what they're talking about, I would recommend them, yeah, even if they're not a client. And then you've got social proof and you just need to use them again and again and again until you've got some more. People don't care whether you use the same thing again and again. So that's really powerful. So when I look at somebody's content, I want to see personal stories. I want to see video. I want to see social proof because that's the social proof that gets people to trust us, right? So there's a reason why we put so much out on a Thursday of a challenge. It's because we know that gets people off the fence when it comes to buying from us, right? So social proof is for people who are like, oh, yeah, I really like that person. I can see they know what they're talking about but I need evidence that they've helped somebody just like me go from A to B, right? So it's just it's the oldest marketing thing in the book, right? Social proof. So social proof. So I want that going out in that rhythm, stories, video, social proof. And then the final one, guys, call to action post, which is, wait for it. You say, this is who I am. This is what I offer. If you know anyone who'd be interested, send them my way and make sure in that post it says your rates. So this is, yeah, so this is who I help, this is what I offer, this is the starting package or the starting rate or this is a, a cost for a package of whatever. Put your prices out loud and proud in public. Ooh, okay, so it might make you feel a bit uncomfortable, right? But it's really important. Um, and then ask them to send you a message on LinkedIn. What that does, see, what I see a lot of people doing all the work, right? So they're putting out the stories, they're doing the video, they're putting out the social proof and they are not getting the sale because they're not asking for the sale. Yeah, you want to be, it's right place, right time. It's been going for 150, 200 years of like marketing in any way. It's like you've got to be in the right place. We haven't got a newspaper. You know, newspaper advertising used to be the thing. Yeah, it's just the same thing. You've got to be there when they open the digital newspaper with a problem that you that they've got and they know you and they trust you. They've seen your stuff for a while. This is why this isn't a quick fix, guys. Why I don't talk about automation. I don't talk about DMing. I don't talk about ads. I don't talk about anything around like anything to do with a quick fix this is a long-term game it's completely sustainable and will work the opportunity is that most people don't bother um, and the people that do bother and they, they're consistent and they show up they're the people that win but it's about getting people to trust you and i've said again about how people have to trust you because it's a very they're going to feel very vulnerable you know to actually let you into their business 
they've got to like you, they've got to trust you. So that's going to take time, right? So if you're showing up and they know exactly who you are, what you're about, what makes you unique, you know, what's fun about you, what's, you know, what, what's your, what your business is about, what's your family about, what are you about? And then finally, when you, when you offer, you, they see your offer again and again and again, they know exactly how you help people like them, how much it's going to cost. And it's just about getting them at the right time. So that's the one thing that I have to, this is why I talk about these four pillars of content. You have to be, in my opinion, doing these four things regularly, consistently to build up that energy where people know you, they trust you, they can see you've been around for a while, they can see how much you char you're charging and they'll, they'll, make it, they'll make a decision to send you a message to ask you how they can become a client. Not can we get on the call and talk for hours about your rates and your packages and how it works. They'll know all that. It's like, cool, yeah, I, yeah, can we have a conversation about me becoming on a client? So, yeah, that's, that's they're the three things, right? Perfect. Oh, my goodness, there's so much for everyone, and I can see everyone leaving their comments. Um, look, can I just ask, for people who are new to LinkedIn and they're thinking, okay, I need to do something, or I've had an account for a long time and I haven't used it, <laughs> what would you suggest are the first steps that they should take right now to get themselves out there and be noticed for being different to everyone else who, like you said, is posting about reconciling zero and that kind of thing. Um, so first step is always to go back to LinkedIn. So the first day of the challenge for us is always open up LinkedIn. That is such a big step for a lot of people because it's their old them, their old jobs. They, they just don't get it. They don't feel comfortable there and all that kind of stuff, right? But that's where your money is. So I want you to understand that you can build your business up by LinkedIn alone. You can do all the other stuff, but you can get all your clients on LinkedIn. They can generate tons and tons, hundreds of thousands of pounds for your business there. So you've got to use that as the motivation to get in there. What I would say is keep all your old contacts, keep all your old experience, just refresh your headline and your profile. Um, we've got templates for this and stuff. So if, you, you know, if you're in any of my worlds, you'll, you'll probably see this or we've got webinars that you can watch that's got the templates. But refresh your headline and your profile, put out four posts on day one. So you can do that today, guys. You can go and refresh your headline profile and you can do a story, you can do a video, you can do some social proof and you can put a call to action out today. And then I would do, if I was new and I was coaching somebody and they weren't allowed to go to pieces, I'd be getting them to post those four pillars content every single day for the next six weeks and their books would be full. Wow, absolutely. And that's it, it's about taking the action, consistent action, getting out there, letting people know. And we've been saying all week that actually everyone's USP is being more them. Stop hiding yeah. behind your logo and a calculated image. Oh, just be more you. Talk about what it is that you like to do, who you are. And I love the fact that, you know, we by doing video and stuff, we're going to repel the people that we don't want yeah. to work with. That's the best thing ever, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's enough clients out there for everyone. You you only need 10, 20, 30 good clients or whatever. I don't know how many clients you need to build a six-figure bookkeeper business. But, like, you don't want to repel. You only want to attract those 10 people a week or a month or whatever. You don't want to attract everyone in the world. You want to repel. And you don't want to work with red flag clients, right? So we want to get rid of them in the beginning. Absolutely. And I did exactly that. So there's some new people here saying, oh, that's great to how we get great advice for those that have zero clients yet. And I did exactly yeah. that. So I went to um, some people actually that were in like, on the challenge as well and the LinkedIn challenges and stuff. And I just said to them, look, I can give you an invoice audit. If you nice. send me a copy of your invoice, I will tell you everything that's right with it and everything that's wrong with it, what oh, you nice. need to change. And that's what I did. And that's how I got my first three testimonials. And I put those testimonials in my proposals as well as on my LinkedIn. And I've only actually just changed them recently because I've got a whole loop 
new load of them, but they've served me and they got yeah. six years. So, yeah. you know, it does, it really does work. And uh, but again, you've got to actually do it and sit I'll down. Do it. And, yeah. You've got to do it. And there's loads of ways to go and get your first clients. And it's getting those first couple of clients that that, that make it, you get you get your momentum, right? And that's what probably feels a lot. Like it's a big mountain, right? Six figures seems like a mountain when you can't even, you know, get someone to speak to you for half an hour. <laughs> like it's like, it's a lot. But the footholds are things like showing up on LinkedIn, being consistent. A lot of people get wins straight away. So if you do that, if you change your headline, your profile, and you start adding 10 people a day, engaging with people publicly and posting four times a day, I'd be very surprised if you didn't get an inquiry within a few weeks. I mean, I always say it's a six, 12, 18 months play, and it is to become super well known, but it's just getting that those, you know, if you're just adding people every day, you're being engaged every day and you're putting out loads of content, it's just going to happen a lot quicker. You can post once a week and, you know, you can post once a month if you want, but it's going to make it slow, really slow. Uh, so it's like the more you post, the more visible you are, the, the quicker you're going to get clients. And the other thing, which I know isn't the topic of today, but to go and do guest expert sessions, I know Joe, you do what, and Zoe, you both do these. And it's one of the things that I teach and I've taught for a long time. That's how I got started in LinkedIn because nobody knew me, no one cared about me. I had no audience, had no email list, had no funnel, I had no lead magnet, I had none of that shit. Like, I had none of it. And I just went into Facebook groups and offered to do. Well, you know, one-to-one -one sessions for, for three people for free, and then I started charging nine pound. But like to get more of those, I did more guest expert sessions, which is like this, really going in someone else's group, talking about your your expertise, giving loads of value, like over delivering as much value as possible. So people are like, wow, this is great. I can go and actually take action. You know, you can all do that. You've all got enough expertise to go into other people's Facebook groups. But to get there, you've got to go into Facebook groups and you've got to go into communities and get to know people and do all the networking and all that kind of stuff. But once you start doing guest experts to multiple people, then people are going to want to work with you because they'll they'll trust you and they'll like you over somebody else they've seen that says they can say this thing, that says they can say they do that thing, but they're hiding behind their logo and their, and their branding, right? It's, it's really exciting. I think there's a massive opportunity for everyone so um i think you've shared so much helen and i think i think because you, you were saying well people don't like me because i talk to so fast do you know what you've got so much value into that 35 minutes it's amazing so um thank you so much can you let us know how people can connect with you and find out more about what you do yeah absolutely so um if you follow me on facebook that's my favorite place because everything i do on social media starts on facebook so when i have random ideas before in the morning or whether i'm like messing with the cat or whether the kids are doing something everything goes on world so if you wanted to get to know me better and to know more about how my business works and how i help people with and stuff like that that's the place to start so just find me helen pritchard i can't have any more friends with stupid facebook limits you can follow me on instagram at helen pritchard online you can find me on clubhouse at helen pritchard you can find me on linkedin obviously if you go to my linkedin and have a scroll this is a tip actually so go to my linkedin again i'm up to like the maximum connections that it comes in. But if you go and you scroll down my recommendations, you can follow me on there and you'll see hundreds, I think there's like 300 uh, test of recommendations on there. But what is important is to look at all the headlines. So all the headlines are all to my template. So if you look at all those headlines, see how people have used them and you look at how my profile's written, you can basically get enough from that to kind of make your own up and get going and, and get started with it. So yeah, follow me on LinkedIn as well. And if you want to see what my life was like a few months ago you can find me on youtube the flat hair diaries if you want to see me crying and half an eyebrow hanging off and going out with stew and stuff so yeah <laughs>
<laughs> it's it's good fun. Also, Helen has her own uh, wine brand as well. Yes. If you've got any friends called Helen and you want to buy them a bottle of wine, it's called Helen, yes. and it tastes really good as well. And the prosecco is lovely. Great. So, yeah, it's yeah. great. You'll find me basically if you follow me anywhere. You'll find out all of these things. Amazing. Oh, thank you, Helen. And thank you, everybody who's joined us live for this session. Um, if you're following along with Bookkeepers Bootcamp, we have two more sessions for you today. Um, we're, we're back again at two o'clock here on LinkedIn in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club on Facebook and on YouTube. And we're speaking to Janet Murray, who's one of the UK's leading content creators. So if you're feeling fired up from this conversation with Helen and you're like, right, OK, now I need to know what to go out and post. I know Janet's going to have some amazing suggestions for you. So come along, join us live and ask us questions there we'll see you at two o'clock helen thank you so much don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast with topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com